thank you for joining us. This is Free America. And uh, again, I am your host, Nick Yaya, and welcome to the Free America podcast. Uh, so we've got a lot to cover today. Um, so I'm just going to jump right in. Now, as most of you are aware, a group of doctors came forward this past week and held a press conference in Washington, D.C. to present their findings with regard to administering hydroxychloroquine to their patients and the successes that they've had. Now, not long after, that video, which was viewed over 18 million times on YouTube and Facebook, was blocked and pulled from their servers, citing that it violated their community standards. Now, since when did presenting medical findings become an issue of community standards? Over the past few months, there has been a very concerted effort by big tech and the mainstream media to suppress any information that might be uh, that there might be a treatment or maybe even a cure for COVID-19. And I wonder why that is. So for questions like this, they say, follow the money. So who gains by drawing out this so-called pandemic? Well, the media for one. As, and as long as people are kept in fear, they will remain glued to their televisions, waiting for the MSN to tell them what to be afraid of next. Recently, that has been the increasing numbers of people testing positive. Though they fail to include that the reason that the numbers are rising is because more people are getting tested. They also conveniently omit the numbers of people who have tested negative, which on average is about 90%. So who else has something to gain? Well, Big Pharma, Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, and the NIH. These are the ones who stand to make hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars from whatever new drug they roll out or whatever vaccine they develop. They stand to lose a lot of money if it turns out that a drug that costs $25 does the same job. And don't think for one second that these groups haven't issued orders to suppress any and all information that puts their financial gain at risk. It's also a matter of control. Control through fear. And as I've touched on in the previous podcast, the way to overcome fear is with information. And they're trying to suppress that information. They've even pulled down the doctor's website, which had a 248-page peer-reviewed study. Make no, make no mistake, we are at war. This is an information war. Now, I will be posting the, pool, the uh, full video of the doctors, as well as links to numerous peer-reviewed studies that have been conducted by thousands of doctors across the world as to the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine on the Free America page on Facebook. Just search Free America Podcast on Facebook and you will find us. Remember, if it didn't have any merit, they wouldn't attack it. If it weren't true, they wouldn't try to censor it. And if it wasn't a threat they wouldn't try to discredit it. That being said, I would like to welcome today's guest, whom I believe will have a great deal to say on the subject. He is a, an outspoken critic of the media, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates. He has quite the following on Facebook and is always posting entertaining and thought-provoking material. Please help me in welcoming Joey Haim. 
How are you, Joey? Great, Joey. Thank you. Welcome to the Free America Podcast. Well, I don't know why I'm even here. You just said everything so succinctly that there's I can't even add to that. You you just hit it all. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head like it's never been hit before. You're exactly right about everything. It's ridiculous. It's it, it just befuddles me how everybody doesn't see it. Just the people that want to see it, we 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 know. We know like you have these doctors that did this video and the only thing on, on the line for them is their credibility, their livelihood, feeding their children. Um, they have used hydroxychloroquine with their patients. It's a, it's not like rumor, innuendo, or what if, you know, it, they've used it. It's worked on every single one of them. And yet they can't speak. But Dr. Fauci, has he ever seen a patient in his life? I know he's a viral doctor, whatever, uh, uh, epidemiologist, whatever they say. But has he ever sat and treated a patient and done a diagnosis and given medication? Has he ever? Uh, as far as I know, no. Uh, from the reports that I've read about Dr. Fauci, uh, he he doesn't see patients. He He's not out there in the field on the front line like these doctors are, who are seeing patients every single day and who are seeing the results uh, of, of their efforts in real time. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to realize, too, that nobody, the, the people that are against these doctors, they're... If they're really so, the people obviously that are in agreement with Dr. Fauci, you know, we know they hate Trump. They want you to wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, that means you're selfish. So they're speaking on both sides of their mouth. They're saying that trust Dr. Fauci, but don't trust these doctors who are putting their life in danger because they think coronavirus is a real live uh, pandemic. So these doctors are putting their lives in danger by seeing these patients that have this virus that's so catchy and kills everybody, but they just brush that aside. And it's just crazy. I don't know. I, I wrote on Facebook this morning, this coronavirus ends in three seconds. If Dr. Fauci comes out and says, Hey, you know what? I was wrong. Uh, hydroxychloroquine works. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I sat in the doctor's office and I saw them give it to these patients and they recovered. But do you think Bill Gates is going to allow him to say that? Absolutely not. Neither is the World Health Organization, which is who he apparently takes his marching orders from. An unelected body of, of bureaucrats who are now dictating public health policy. Uh, this, is, this is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. And then the, the guy, he's an Ethiopian guy. Um, he's the guy, the president of the, the World Health Organization. He's not even a doctor. No, and yeah. he's he's a, he's a shell for China as well. Um, he's I mean, a shell for China, correct? I mean, China. And, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say. I mean, he was he was in, basically installed by China to be the head of the UN, and he has since then been their mouthpiece for this whole thing. First, he he denied that it came out of China that that it wasn't happening because they told him to, uh, and then they said, "Well, don't worry about it. It's not that contagious. You don't have to wear a mask." Then they doubled back and said that you do. And, and you can't believe a word that comes out of these people's mouths, especially him uh, and, and anybody in that organization. You know, the, the thing is, if you take Governor Cuomo and the guy from New Jersey, I forgot his name, that I can't, there's another guy I can't stand. It's like they were purposely killing the elderly and the weak. Like, I, uh, Governor Cuomo, I'm against the death penalty because I think life in prison is worse than you know getting you know dying like that by elect by electricity or by a shot but if there's anybody who deserves a death penalty it's governor cuomo if one of my grandparents were thrown back into a convalescent home 
or actually were in a convalescent home and somebody came in from the outside that had uh, coronavirus, I would, he would not be a, a, a living man. He would, he'd be dead. I don't understand how he gets a pass in all this. Yeah. 75,000 no. deaths, right? Yeah. Him, him and, uh, and uh, Gavin Newsom both did yeah. this. I mean, and this is, this is like you said, this is a culling of the, of the, the weak, the infirm, the elderly. And now we're seeing uh, suicide rates and, and drug overdoses going through the roof. 300% increase, according to one LA County wow. official. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, is the, is the cure worse than the disease? In this case, no. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm saying you're right. Uh, the disease is like, you know, uh, just like the flu. I, believe it or not, I do know one person in my life that had died from the flu. She was 50 years old. It was my best friend's brother's sister. Both of them were alcoholics for a long time in their teen. They were each other's high school sweethearts. She got the cold. She got a, uh, the flu um, about, what, four years ago. She died from the flu because her immune system was so weak. You know, alcohol ravaged her body. So I don't know how many of us know somebody who's died from the flu. That's the only person that I ever know that was even on the, on the autopsy. But coronavirus is not this thing where you wake up in the morning you have a bad cough, and then you get a headache. You know, I'm talking about somebody like you and I who are healthy. Uh, you get a headache, bad cough. Uh, two days later, you say, I'm not feeling that good. I go to the doctor, and you die from coronavirus. It doesn't right. work that way. It, it doesn't, doesn't happen. Like all no. the people that are dying from this disease, uh, or this, excuse me, this virus, um, all have pre-existing conditions, comorbidities, what they call. And uh, a friend of ours, uh, who is a nurse, has, has explained this to me time and time again, that, that the people that they see that are are uh, adversely affected by this are people that are you know they're they're you know morbidly obese they you know they have heart conditions they have other you know other issues going on now uh, you know they say well this person died of covid rather than with covid i think exactly. what they need to do is clarify that these people are dying with covid not That's so funny i was just going to put that today in one of my facebook posts that they should change the when they put the death toll it should be the following people died with coronavirus and not or, or and not as a result of having coronavirus. It's just not it's just not, you know, what happened to all the hysteria? Um, you know, remember there the, the ships that Donald Trump sent. Right. Uh, to the USS Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy. And what was the other one? There's two of them, like two great names like that. Pride yeah. I don't, or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And, yeah. And then in Central Park, they were building mass graves. Remember that one? Right, right. And then, but but here's the sad thing, Nick, is that there's a, a hospital by my house called Holy Cross. It's actually where my my youngest son was born, and uh, one of my neighbors said to me, you know, he tries to like throw it in my face all the time. He said he knew that uh, there was a ten and a, a ten and a half month old baby that died from coronavirus, and I mm. said to him, dude, if that's true, like we got to call every news station because that would be on every single news station. So afterwards, he his wife said, oh, that's not really what happened. The mom had this, whatever. Okay. So anyway, so last week he said, oh, did you hear about what's happening at Holy Cross up the street? I said, what? He said, oh, they have refrigerator fulls of, uh, uh, full, refrigerator full of, of people that are dying from coronavirus. He said it's like stacked up and they have to order like three more. And my wife is an RN. She called her friend over there and I'm like, find out if it's true. And the friend couldn't stop laughing. She's like, where do these people get this from? So it's just like that false narrative that keeps spreading. And like, he's a smart guy, but I don't know like what, you know, these are my neighbors that when this happened five months ago and I was telling them it was a hoax. Five months ago in March, I was telling them it was, it was a hoax. You know why? 
because do you remember, did you ever see the video that came out of China? They were showing people right. getting the convulsions in the street. Yes. Did you see that? Right. I can't find it anymore. It's right. all been scrubbed off the internet. Really? So, yes. So when I first saw that, I saw some lady going, I'm going to do a bad impersonation. She's like, oh, oh. She's like fell on the floor and she's uh-huh. going into convulsions. And it's like uh, the Three Stooges, about six seconds later, they come on a stretcher, they pick uh-huh. her up and they put her in an ambulance. And yeah. so I fell for it. I yeah. totally fell for it. And then, yeah. you know, when it came out here, my aunt and uncle had it on a flight um, flying here from Vegas. And when it came out here and I, I saw that that's not how it was killing people, I was like, shit, we've been had. Yeah, we've well, been had. That's, that's the hoax. It's, the virus isn't the hoax. The virus is real. Um, what's the, yes. what, the, what the hoax is, is the media response to this. I remember day one when I heard the news media talking about this and how they were freaking out about it. And I just rolled my eyes and I knew, I knew right then and there, I was like, here we go, man. They're going to run with this thing because that's what they do. They love creating fear and panic so that people are glued to their TV screens. They did it to us on 9-11 and they're doing it to us again. And, and it's just, I call it fear porn. I think a lot of people would agree yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's, and, and, and the funny thing is, is Barack Obama was president now it would be completely opposite. Like, you ever notice if you if you watch, and you know, people make fun of me like, oh, see, you watch CNN and MSNBC, and it's true, I watch because I wanna see how the other side thinks, right. I wanna see, like today Smart. I put on, you know who Willie Geist is on Channel 4? Yes. Uh, today I watched his show, and I always thought he was kind of a neutral guy. Uh, the whole hour was spent bashing those doctors, talking about how Trump has bungled everything, and they're blaming Trump, I, you know, uh, he has 150,000 American deaths on his hand, but sure. they, they totally disregard how Friday in that hearing, um, one of the senators asked him, hey, did Donald Trump do everything right to Dr. Fauci? And Fauci said, yes. And he said, did he take your advice on everything? He said, yes. So why is this still Donald Trump's fault? Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something here real quick, a news article. Uh, let's see. There we go. Now, Fauci himself said, that his uh, Trump's restrictions on travel from China, Europe, and the UK saved American lives early in the pandemic. There it is, the man. I, yeah, but they still blame Trump. Like it, it's, and, and you know, I, here's what I think. I tell everybody. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about George Floyd and his second grade teacher, Anal Sexton. You know about that, right? You mentioned that the other day. I went looking for it. I couldn't find get, it. Get out of here. But, okay, you're going to look for it right now. Okay, look. Uh, all right. But you have to go You have to go on DuckDuckGo. Do you ever go on DuckDuckGo? Okay, yeah, I got DuckDuckGo right here. Okay. Okay. His, okay, his second grade teacher. Ready? Spell. I'm going to spell it for you. Ready? Okay, hold on. Go ahead. W-A-Y-N-A-L. W- That's the first W-A-Y-N-A-L. name. W-A-Y-N-A-L. Second name Sexton, like the way it's S C X T O N. Okay. And then type in George Floyd, second grade teacher. And this is the same lady, Nick, who was at the Pulse nightclub shooting, who said she uh, had one of her gay sons killed inside. And she happens to be George Floyd's second grade teacher. Please tell me you found it. I okay. It. All right. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Come on. You got to tell me it's there. And then the, you'll see there's one where it has the same lady side by side in both incidents. Okay. I I, I'm finding it examining Wayne Sexton, George Floyd's supposed second grade teacher. Uh, Let me pull up. Let me see if they have any images here showing the side by side comparison. 
there should be one. And then there's a video of her speaking. Like, who? What? What teacher remembers a student forty years after the fact and keeps his papers? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Really. Yeah. Really. And then the, if you look at the papers, like she kept it in, in like like a baseball card collection. It's like in mint condition. Uh, okay. I can't find the side by side picture, but I think what you were pointing out the other day was just her name is I mean, come on. Wayne Sexton. Yeah. You know, that's that's like mocking us. Wayne, Wayne Sex. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne, hello, I'm, I'm your teacher, <laughs> Anal Sexton. Oh, hi, Mr. Sexton. And then I don't even know it's worse that her name was Anal Sexton. I don't know if it's worse that she says she has his, she remembers him from second grade. Uh, the paper he wrote about uh, him wanting to be like, I don't remember what, uh, Chief Justice one day. Uh, she remembered his nickname, but if you see the paper there on one of those videos, you can see the paper and it's like yeah. in pristine condition. It looks yep. like it was written like two hours before the video. I'll, uh, I'll pull it up right here. Here we go. And All then right. there's one where it's side by side when she's giving, uh, like she's crying outside of the Pulse nightclub. My gay son was murdered inside of there. Okay. So here she is. There's, is, there's Wayne is Sexton. Dr. Wayne Sexton. Uh, her staged appearance on CNN, which took place on June 4th of 2020. Now, here's the document. Oh, there it is. There's the paperwork. Look at that. That looks that looks brand new. You you would think that after all this time, the pages would be a little years. yellowed. Right. 40, it, would, it would be 40 years exact. Like 39 years. I did the math. 30, does that look like a 39-year-old? You know, Why would you keep his? Uh, it's so ridiculous how they play us. It really is. And then if you go to the Pulse nightclub shooting with uh -huh. Lionel Sexton, it's the okay. same lady. It's the same lady. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of, while, while I'm doing that, uh, you know, they say George Floyd, um, he, you know, the, he, he died because the cops killed him, right? Right. right. But he, al he also died w with, uh, with coronavirus. Yeah. With coronavirus, not of coronavirus. Isn't that isn't that odd? How how he didn't die of coronavirus, even though he had it, he died with coronavirus. It's, you know, it's, it's convenient. Dope. It's convenient, I think. And then don't forget about um, Elizabeth Warren's brother. Do you remember that one? Uh, no. What 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 about oh, her? I remember. I got you on that one. On Twitter, she never made mention of him for months. Not one mention during coronavirus that he was sick from coronavirus. He was a, a veteran. He had some kind of, he had two forms of cancer or something. He was like 87 years old. So he died on a Sunday, I believe it was. I'm really good with like days of the week. And then on Monday, she said, my brother passed away from coronavirus last night. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. You got to be kidding me. He was already suffering from cancer, some kind of cancer. Hmm. Wow. Well, that's just it. It's it's these pre-existing conditions. Uh, the first actual uh uh, juvenile in the state of California just died from coronavirus uh, or with coronavirus, should we say, because she, again, had, uh, I believe she had some kind of a, a, a adrenal cancer or something like that. So right. even though she died of the cancer, she had coronavirus. So we're going to count that in the, we're going to check that box off and, and count it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's sad, of course, but she first, they, uh, and then you have that nurse, Did you see that 33 year old nurse that, uh, people were throwing that in my face. See, there's this nurse in Florida, in Pensacola. She died from coronavirus. I told you you could be young and die from it, and it turned out she died from a bacterial infection. 
Right. And uh, no coronavirus in her blood. I ha- yeah, I have that uh, I have that that article right here as a matter of fact. Hold on just, just a second. While you're looking for it, it's just and no matter how many articles you show people that hate Donald Trump because that's all this is about is politicized. They still like I'm showing them proof as are you. Here's the proof. She did not Uh-oh. We just lost Big Joe. Uh, I'm back. Okay, you're back. There we go. What did the did the phone screen the uh, timeout? No, no, I had an incoming call. Oh, okay. Popular guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. People see you on the. Yeah, uh, yeah we got a yeah, fan hey, actually you're on the show, aren't you? Right. Yeah. Guy says Joey Haim is God. <laughs> That's Danny yeah, Lugo. Right. <laughs> I, I made it now. Wait, what did you say? I said this. Uh, one of our one of our viewers, uh, Danny Lugo, says Joey Haim is God. Oh, Lugo, yeah, he's Lugo's uh, one of my buddies. That's right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, what, what were we just talking about? You were looking for something before somebody called me. Oh, about the lady that died in uh, Florida, the thirty-three year old. Yeah, nurse. Yeah. So, Nick, I'm just trying to understand why do people prefer to be scared? It's so crazy. Like you know. Did you see the fight yesterday? Um, and, and where was it? Orange County. The lady's uh, boyfriend threw coffee at the guy's face because he wasn't wearing a mask. Yes. Yeah, I and, saw that down in Manhattan Beach. Manhattan Beach. Yes. What is wrong with these fucking people? I don't it's know. Pe- well, people have been whipped into such a frenzy by the media to think that this is the end of the world. It's a freaking cold, people. It's a cold. Okay. That's it's a what cold. I call it. Calm. It's the fuck down is what I want to tell these people out here. Just seriously, you, it's just, it, it doesn't make any sense to me uh, when these people, you see them freaking out in supermarkets and scowling at people when they don't have their masks on. I was walking through the uh, parking lot of my, uh, yeah. of my uh, condo here the other day. And a guy was wearing his mask. I lost your video there, Joe. Um, I should be here. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but uh, I don't. I don't see any video on you. So, should I try to? Should I try to link up again through the email? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Um, All right. Let's try real quick. Hold on. So you might have to leave the studio. Um, he's left the studio. So anyway, uh, I'll finish the story for you guys here. Um, I was coming from my car, parked on the street, into my condo complex, and there was a guy. Um, Here's Joe again. Sorry about okay. that. Okay, all right, you're back. So I was just finishing a story here. There was a guy walking by me. Had his mask on. He was walking his dog, and I didn't have my mask on. I was, it, as per the California state mandate, if I'm outdoors and not within six feet of anybody, I don't have to wear a mask. So I'm not wearing a mask. The guy gave me this look, like I was a baby killer. Like, like, like <laughs> I had just, you know, like I, I'm just, I'm just like, really, man, really. Uh, that, that's that, that, and I think. That lends itself to the irresponsibility of the news media. These people need to be held accountable for for the for the the fear and the panic and just the outright hatred that they're creating amongst people over this whole thing. It, it's I mean seriously, someone needs to pull these the uh, the FCC licenses or something. Or they need to get sued because someone's going to get hurt, someone's going to get killed, and who's who's going to be held responsible? Not them, not well, them. You know- Go ahead. You know what I think is going to happen, Nick? I think that a lot of these people that have relatives that died from coronavirus and they're going to find out that 
if they would have given them hydroxychloroquine, it, it would have probably saved their lives. I think there's going to be a huge class action lawsuit coming up. Um, you know, you know, take uh, what's his name? Nick, Nick Sandman. Is that the kid's name? The, the uh, kid from the Covington kid that sued uh, Washington oh, right. Post. I right. mean, hopefully this is, you know, the first of many uh, steps taken to sue these people because, I mean, that whole, remember that whole thing? I, that really pissed me off. How yeah. he became the villain in that whole thing with the Native American doing that drum in his face. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder. And then uh, Brian Selter. Selter? What's his name? You know, Selter. Brian Selter from CNN. You know who he is? Yes. Yes. They call, I love it. They call him Humpty Dumpty on Fox. It's my favorite <laughs> nickname. So that guy, um, you know, he, he's in trouble because he, uh, I think he disclosed how much money the kid made. And he was saying, like, it wasn't millions, but I think it was. But anyways, we really need to hold these media outlets. You're right. It's all the fear porn. It's it's scaring everybody, and 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 you see these these people in the in in Washington D.C. when they're in the press briefings. The minute the camera's off, they, they whip the mask off. Sure, it, 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 it's and then, a show. It's all a show. It's all a show. And then like uh, Dr. Fauci in the hearing, like when he would stop talking, he'd put the mask on. Why? Nobody's within six feet of him. Nobody's standing in front of him. No. It's posturing. Yeah, it's it's posturing. It's it's posturing, it's a show. Yes. You know, it is it is an insult. It's an insult to our intelligence, and and it's and he's literally he's embarrassing himself. Um, and you mentioned though, I mean, hydroxychloroquine. Okay, this is something I see. One of my viewers uh, uh, texted me earlier today and said that after reading some of the studies and some of the things that I've been posting on Facebook about about the doctors and about its effectiveness and and all the uh, peer-reviewed studies you know she said well here's this other study that they did that shows that these late stage patients you know wouldn't help weren't help they were in the er they were in uh you know intensive care and hydroxychloroquine didn't do anything and the doctors you know all said it didn't work and i said well look the article itself pointed out the very fact that the doctors in the video also said is that you need to use this early on, within the first five days of exposure, within the first five days of when you start exhibiting symptoms, all right? Yep. That's when it's most effective. Now, when, when the body goes into a cytokine storm and it's all over the place, it just doesn't work. And that's when you have to resort to other drugs and other methods like remdesivir, okay? That, that works for later stage patients. But if you're treating people upfront before they get to the hospital, so the hospitals aren't overrun, if you're treating them at these clinics and these doctor's offices with hydroxychloroquine and zinc and ZPAC, you're not going to have these issues. You know, people do recover. People are recovering wonderfully. I mean, there was a doctor out here in Los Angeles. Uh, I saw he was on uh, local news, uh, ABC7, who said yeah, um, yeah. that it, 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 every single one of his patients has recovered. So we're hearing these stories from all across the country, all across the world, and and they try to debunk it with these other studies that, frankly, um, weren't done correctly. I mean, the the World Health Organization had to pull the Lancet Journal study. That, that was a joke, oh. right? And the reason they pulled it is because one, they were using uh, four times the recommended dosage, so they were using uh, very toxic doses, toxic amounts of the drug. Second, wow. they were giving them to late stage patients, patients who were who were already in, in ICU, patients who were basically near death. And they're saying, well, see, it doesn't work. And and they and and because they got called out on it, they had to pull the study. And so we, you know, we could go, we could go on and on about these things. Uh it's, it's a, go ahead. Nick, what bothers me is that 
so you and I know that because, you know, whether it's uh, Reuters or, and people can say whatever they want about Fox News, but Fox News is like, you know, I admire Tucker Carlson. But, uh, one of my friends tried to rub it in my face. Tucker Carlson, when it first happened, he was like me. He was scared. Like he, he thought, you know, I think Donald Trump the whole time knew that this was all bullshit. He knew it was like a, a, a catchy, like, like I call it Corona cold now. I don't call it coronavirus. I think Donald Trump knew from the beginning this, you know, they're, they're trying to crash the economy. They're try- it's not the killer that, that they say, you know, he thinks the deep state coll- colluded with China. You know, there's, there's an election in China, September 6th. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't you know, know that. Just, it's just breaking today. So there's an election in China uh, on September 6th. And because of coronavirus, they are not having the election. So oh, wait, that's because- uh, uh, Taiwan. Yeah, ta- yeah. Uh, Hong Kong, you're right. Sorry. Right. Um, and yeah, and they're going to delay it for a year because of because of coronavirus now. Because because they know in a vote that guy's out. That whole regime is out. They want <laughs> they want out. They they want him out. So uh, over yeah. here it's the opposite reason. Like they're scaring everybody because you know it, why are the Democrats so have their hearts set? Uh, you know why do they want this mail-in voting so bad? I, I don't understand. Like why? I know why, but why? What other reason is there that they can cheat? There's no other reason. Yeah, no, that's right? that, that's that's probably one of the best ways that that they can uh, cheat the election is with these mail-in ballots. Uh, the mail-in ba- ballot fraud has been uh, shown to happen on both sides. Uh, I was trying to point out to um, uh, one of my friends on Facebook who 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 actually blocked me over this. She oh. uh, she uh, there was uh, she put Liberal, up a right. Yeah, of course. Um, she she <laughs> she put up a, a post about how um, some some uh, right wing person or some Republican person uh, committed mail ballot fraud. And I said, interesting. I said because you know that is also going on on the other side. And she didn't want to hear it. And I said, how about if I show you a story about the same thing happening with three New Jersey Democrats? Mm-hmm. Elected officials uh, yeah. Yeah. who committed the fraud. And so I put up a Breitbart, Breitbart article. She's like, Breitbart, oh, no. oh, that right wing, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, all right, I'll do you one better. I will find something directly from the government. And I found I found the statement right from the New Jersey uh, uh, attorney general yeah. who, uh, who filed this lawsuit against these three Democrats. And, and as soon as I posted that on there, she blocked me. Yeah, and, yeah. And I thought, wow, that people really don't want to hear something that challenges their truth, that challenges their their the picture of the world that's been painted for them by the mainstream media, by CNN and MSNBC. Yes, that's what you it know? is. And so when you start to understand that that um, it's possible to commit fraud on both sides, yeah. why even why even have it as an option? How is it well, so? If we can stand in line six feet apart at the supermarket. We can stand in line six feet apart at the polling station. Pretty simple. Well, and, and you know, they try to, uh, Jim Jordan tried to put Fauci on the spot. Um, I think you saw that. Like, and he's like, okay, so why are churches are not okay? Gyms are not okay. Why are protests okay? And, mm-hmm. and Fauci wouldn't say, well, I, you know, it's not up to me. For, I'm not in government for me to say, no, but you can recommend that they don't do it. Like, uh, all of a sudden, the cat got your tongue. You know, it's so ridiculous. Uh, my dad's business partner passed away on Friday. I, I mean, my dad passed away a long time ago, but my dad's business partner passed away in Israel. 
and today was the funeral and I had to get up eight in the morning. I'm not complaining about getting up, but he had to have a Zoom funeral, which is awful. You know, like, yeah. uh, I had to watch it on Zoom and I had to watch him put dirt on him and all that. And so, but if you're like a, a, a drug addict, uh, you killed by the police, you get seven funerals. If you're, uh, what's the guy's name? John Lewis. Yeah. I, uh, why does he get a funeral? Uh, you know, where's is Herman Cain going to get a funeral? Yeah, it, there's. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, really. Uh, but John, John, John Lewis, right? He's, um, you know, they uh, they can they can pack them in shoulder to shoulder, no social distancing, and that's okay. But the average Joe or Jane can't go to the funeral of their own family member. Yeah, you know, and, and- it's complete hypocrisy complete hypocrisy from the left and and i think oh people see this and say wait a minute that's not right but they don't see it like that's what we're talking about i'll give you a quick example you know the russian bounty story yes oh yeah 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 so (laughs) everybody's trying to throw that in my face and then i told them well you know colin powell colin powell said that it's all bullshit too he never said that I'll post the article. Colin Powell said the media is in hysterics for nothing about the Russian bounty, basically that it's not true. And then they're like, oh, you're just mad because Trump is in bed with your buddy Putin, with his buddy Putin. And I'm like, dude, why would he, if he was in bed with Putin, why would he kill 300 of his uh, Russian mercenaries? He didn't right. kill any, I showed him the article, like from CNN, from NBC, from CBS. And then they, they don't have an answer for it. Like they don't, they try to change the subject. I'm like, listen, if Trump was best friends with Putin, like you are saying, I mean, remember, the, and then, the, the, you know, the Adam Schiff crank call? Have you heard that one? No, no. When, <laughs> oh, when the two radio disc jockeys call him uh, when this whole Russian collusion thing started. Oh, you, you got you to gotta whip that up. So Adam Schiff, they call Adam Schiff, a two, it's two shock jocks from Russia, okay? So see, even you don't know this, which is cool, because I know you, you get your media from everywhere. So Adam, they're like, hello, is this representative Schiff? Like, yes. Oh, we have video of uh, President Trump with two Russian prostitutes. What? And you could tell, tell so that's how the whole Russian prostitute story happened. Did you here. find it? Yeah, I found it. Let me, uh, oh, all right. You got to we'll, play it. You got to play it. It's awesome. All right, here we go. We'll pull it up right now. This looks funny. So nobody uh, knows this. Uh, do, 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 share audio. So when you find it, listen how Schiff eats it all up. It's it's all right. All right, let's try. Here we go. And now Adam Schiff tries to prank call a neighbor. No, this is the wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong one. Oh, okay. Sorry. This is no. It's okay. So it's okay. So find two Russian uh, disc jockeys prank Adam Schiff about Trump or something like that. It'll be there. Russian comedians prank phone call. Okay, there here we you go. go. That's the All one right. right there. All right, here we go. Give me a second. All right, stand by. And sharing screen. Do, 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 do. God, I here. love this. All this right. is so freaking cool, Nick. All right, here we go, man. Yeah, you got to start a podcast, brother. It's great. All right, here oh, we go. Man. Is it not playing? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, I haven't. Uh, yeah, it's playing. Can you hear it? You can't hear it? Uh-uh. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Let me try and. 
I I added audio. Let me try that one more time. Stand by. That's all right. That's all right. I'll do a dance <laughs> or something while we. All right. Share audio. Try it again. Here we go. Right, here we go. Hi. Can you hear right. it? I'm going to put Mr. Schiff on the phone. That's it. Yes, of course. Great. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Hello, Mr. Schiff. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you, Chairman. I appreciate uh, that. Schiff. I know that you work <laughs> for investigation regarding Trump and Russian government. Yes. We know some important information about it. Uh, and that uh, that uh, is documented as well in materials you want to provide to us? Yes. Could I explain you where we are? Yes, of course. But, you know, again, I would just caution that uh, uh, our Russian friends may be listening to conversations, so I wouldn't share anything over the phone that you don't want them to hear. No, I don't think that it will impact on our investigation. Yes. Well, please go ahead then. In November 2013, Mr. Trump visited Moscow. He visited his uh, universe, and there he met uh, with the Russian journalist and celebrity Ksenia Sobchak. I'm sorry, can you explain that again? While he was in Moscow in November 2013, he met with a, a journalist? Well, she's poor journalist. But anyway, uh, she <laughs> became famous because of uh, Putin is her godfather. Okay, Putin's godfather. Okay. She's also known as a person who provides uh, uh, girls for escort for oligarchs. And she met with Trump and she brought him one hour Russian girl, celebrity Olga Buzova. Who also known as a, a person with a strange reputation. Olga, and, and how do you spell her name? Olga Buzova. Buzova. Um, so yes. Olga Buzova is a uh, friend of the uh, the reporter Sovchek? Yes, she's a friend of reporter and I think the special agent of Russian Secret Service, Senia Sovchak. Um, that Sovchak is or Olga is? No, Sobchak is <laughs> Okay, and Sabusova met with Trump uh, in in uh, New York at some point after the 2013 Miss Universe uh, yes. pageant. Absolutely, and she got uh, compromising materials on Trump after their uh, short relations. <laughs> short relations. Okay, and, and what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. This is where this all came from. You know that. Really? Yes. This is the whole Russian so thing. Putin was made aware uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material? Yes, of course. Uh, Buzova shared those materials with uh, Sobchak, and Sobchak shares those materials with uh, Putin because she's a goddaughter of Putin, and Putin decided to press on Trump. Tell us over. And... Uh, and the materials that you can provide to the committee or to the FBI, uh, would they corroborate this allegation? Sure, of course. Uh, when they were in Ukraine, we got their conversation by the phone where they discussed those uh, compromising materials. We are ready to provide it to FBI. So you, you have recordings of both Sovchek and Buseva uh, where they're <laughs> discussing the compromising material on uh, Mr. Trump? Absolutely. And uh, we also know who was a mediator between Trump and Russian government, who met with the uh, ex-advisor of Trump, uh, Mr. Flynn. It was the Russian singer, very famous singer, Arkady Okupnik, 
who met with Mr. Flynn on Brighton Beach in Brooklyn in a special <laughs> uh, Russian cafe, Langeron. And there's Flynn. Uh, wow. Uh, Langeron. Langeron? Yes. I did not know On the Brighton Beach. Okay. Holy and, shit. It's a special, uh, it's a Russian district. In, uh, Wait, can Brooklyn. you press pause, Nick? Yeah, sure. You know what was this guy? So, dude, I'm freaking out right now. So, I, I thought I heard the whole Russian thing. And, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sean Hadley makes fun of it. Did they just say Flynn? Yeah. They said that, that the famous Russian singer met with Michael Flynn in Brighton Beach, New Jersey. Wow. So, that's probably how, because I, I'm, no, now I'm being dead serious. This is how the whole uh, Russian collusion thing started with Trump. That they thought they had, uh, that Russian girl prostitutes were pissing on them. Do you remember that whole thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So th th this is how this all originated. So I wonder if this is how it originated with them going after after Michael Flynn. Wow. I, I, I never. Um. This is. I. I never knew Michael Flynn was involved. So you, you can keep playing it if you want. It's. It's so funny though. So this. So, so these two guys are are essentially responsible for. Yes, this whole circus that we've been going through over the last three and a half years. This wow. is what started it all. So Adam Schiff, you know, so you know how lawyers are, um, they're super smart, but they're so like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gullible, naive, like they, they're, they're, they're like book smart. So yeah. these guys call Adam Schiff and Adam Schiff got so excited. He had such a heart on, he ran with this. And the whole Russian collusion thing was based on this phone call. But I did not know about Michael Flynn because they said Michael Flynn colluded with Russia too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh and then, go ahead. And the alleged the alleged steel dossier uh, oh. was completely fabricated by wait for it, the CIA. Yeah, I just the CIA. I just, it's <laughs> and then people say why do you, why doesn't Trump trust these people? But it's just so. I mean, I'm surprised that you haven't heard of it because uh, you're so smart. And, I, I, you know, isn't that crazy? Like, so all my friends that are liberals, they had no idea this tape exists. Uh, yeah, I had I had never heard it. I, I had no idea that uh, this is where what the source was for this Adam was Schiff, <laughs> his confidential <laughs> source, you know, this. Wow. This because it was it because it was leaked. I don't know if you remember the story that Putin has compromising material on Donald Trump. Do you remember that? That's right. part of the whole thing. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's scared of him, and like you know, he has to do what Putin says, or or Putin's going to release the tapes. That was the phone call right there, and that went out on Russian radio. Really? They're like they're like the Howard Stern of of of, of Russia. These two guys, and well, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff is like. Do you remember his um, opening monologue about the Ukraine phone call? Uh, no, I don't. No. Oh man, that's even you got to get that one. That's it. so when he did his opening argument about Donald Trump and the Ukraine argument, he he like did a you know he used to be a, a, a wannabe Hollywood screenwriter, right? You know that was his dream. Schiff. Yes, he I didn't. A, I think he wrote a few TV shows, but so if you're gonna pull that, if you want to pull something up and be entertained, his monologue, he's like. Okay, so Ukraine, you're gonna do what I say. If not, you're gonna be swimming with the fishes. I swear to God, it's incredible. Like he said that at the hearing that was televised all over the TV. Now, speaking of now, speaking of Ukraine, um, I find it very ironic that uh, Joe Biden is Ugh. essentially guilty of the very thing that he was accusing Trump of doing. You know, which was uh, quid pro quo. You do this for me, and I'll give you that. 
Yes. And he withheld funding to uh, money they were going to give to Ukraine in exchange for getting someone fired on the board or what was it? A prosecutor fired uh, who was going after his son. It was on the board of directors of Burisma, the energy company. So, yeah. And then Trump investigates that, places a phone call to the prime minister of Ukraine or president of Ukraine, and says, is trying to get information about this, about Biden committing this. Essentially, it's a crime while in office. And yet then they accuse him of quid pro quo. It's, it's We're living in this, this completely it's a circus world it's it's just absolutely ridiculous uh the things that are going on on a daily basis it just keeps getting crazier and crazier and then nick don't forget so uh part of that whole ukraine uh impeachment thing was they kept saying that donald trump was trying to get the skinny on his political opponent but back then it he wasn't it wasn't his opponent yet it, you know it could have been kamala harris it could have been bernie sanders like he was not his opponent yet so, I mean, isn't that the president's job to find out if there's corruption going on? And, and you even heard the president of the Ukraine. He said a million times it was a perfect phone call. Nothing was, you know, he didn't threaten me. And even the Ukrainian president said, hey, I'm trying to be like you. We're trying to drain the swamp here in Ukraine. But these people like, you see, the problem with the Democrat Party is you have the three biggest idiots who are, I mean, Nancy Pelosi is... I think she's the most evil woman in the world. I really do. She, there's something about her. Like, you know, we could talk about this. See, the problem with those doctors, and I believe it. So here goes my credibility, but I don't have any to begin with. The, <laughs> the black doctor who said the thing about demons and aliens. Yeah, yeah. That's what fucked everything up. She, sure. But I agree with her. I swear, maybe not. Well, now you see there's aliens, right? They're admitting that UFOs were like in the sky. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's funny around how uh, around this time, how when all this other stuff is coming out, now all of a sudden the Pentagon just admits, well, UFOs are real. What? Yes. Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Wait, what did you say? Hold on. Yeah. Wait, right? Yeah. But so, Nick, have you seen now? I'm serious now. All these people, and I've seen it, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. I've probably in the last four or five months, even before coronavirus, I've seen it maybe 50 or 100 times. How many naked people are walking in the street like they're demons? They're like, did you see the guy in the UK yesterday? He, he was naked, this, this uh, white dude. He walks up to the front of a car uh, and he's completely naked. The guy gets out of the car and he's like, move out. You can read his lips. You can't see it. Move out of the way, move out of the way. And he knocks him out. And there's this other woman, I think it was in California. She's like walking up the street. She actually had a pretty nice physique. She's walking up the street naked. Her boobs are bouncing all over the place. Like, you're telling me these are not demons? Hmm. Yeah, no. like, they say that, that exorcisms are up like a couple thousand percent or something over the last you know few years. There's a lot there's a lot of strange stuff going on. And for people who maybe are unsure of whether or not this kind of stuff exists, I've witnessed things for firsthand. You know, I, I came across when I was I was used to sell door uh, newspapers door to door. Which one? And, uh, it was the L.A. Times. All right. Right. And so at the time I was living in Ventura. So we were doing LA Times Ventura County edition. We uh, made a run out to Simi Valley and I was running, walking through this condo complex. I walked up a set of stairs to the front door and on the, on the landing, there were a couple of kids, uh, like girl, maybe 10 years old, 12 years old and her younger brother, they were playing with a Ouija board. 
And and on the corners of the Ouija board, they had four candles set up. And she goes, here, look, let me show you something. And and so she was they were talking to a, a demon or something or somebody. And she said, give us a sign that you're here, that the flames on the candle went from this to this. They lengthened that much. You right saw this. Here. I saw this. I believe okay. you. I believe you. Now, now it gets even weirder because she goes, oh, he goes, check this out. My brother can channel. And if and for people who don't know what channeling is, is when you open yourself up to allow another spirit to come in and talk through you. Oh, so wow. like it's like possession. It's like demon. Kind of like Whoopi and Ghost. Exactly. Exactly. So she was channeling uh, Sam. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So, so the kid. So the kid like goes into like this this trance. And all of a sudden he starts, he starts talking with this really low voice like this, you know, like really like demonic. Right. You know? And, and I said to him, I said, who are you? And he said, he said, we are, we are Legion. And apparently Legion is a, uh, one of the like lead demons underneath Satan in the hierarchy of hell. You can look into this stuff. So uh this this demon is legion and and then he he looks at me i mean this is a short conversation he looks at me and he goes you don't know who i am and i looked right at him and i got right in his face and i said you don't know who i am and as soon as i said that the kid flew back he was sitting cross-legged he flew back a couple of feet hit the wall behind him all right and then dropped down and we came up over to grab him, and he, he was completely drenched. He was covered in, in, in sweat. He was uh, wet. His shirt was all wet. Yeah. And he said that, that during this time, he was, like, suspended in some kind of clear lava-like liquid that was burning him all over. All right, wait. How old was the kid about, would you he say? He was pro- probably eight years old. Oh, wow. That young? I was imagining, yeah. like, 12, 13. How old were you? At the time, I was uh, 19. Oh, 19 wow. or 19 or 20 years old. Were you scared at all? Or like, were you freaking out when you said like, I don't, you don't know who I am. Were you like thinking he was just fucking with you or like, holy shit, like this is real. Oh, I knew it was real. Like now you know for sure it's real. I know for sure it's real. But, and I, but I have no fear of evil. I have no fear of demons because I got God. God has my back. You know, are you, are you born again or are you, uh, I was, I was raised Catholic. Uh, I went to Catholic school for many years, so I'm very familiar with, uh, you know, the religion. I, for a long time, I, I kind of got away from, you know, going to church and really practicing or praying or doing any of those kinds of things. But I've always had a strong relationship with God. I've had a personal relationship with God, you know. Yeah. So and, and God, God is in my heart. And that's all. That's all. That's I really. It. That's the only armor that I need to fight evil. And, and so I know that this stuff is real. I know like these, these, these demons are out here and the stuff that's happening right now is, is pretty much lines up almost word for word with what's, what it, it talks about in the book of revelations, especially when you start talking about the mark of the beast and without it, you won't be able to travel or trade or buy or sell. And you look at the, the, the conditioning that we're going through right now with these masks. All right. This is just phase one of this conditioning. Yeah, that you can't you can't go into a supermarket without it. So you can't buy. All right. You can't you can't earn money unless you're wearing it because you, you can't if, if, you, if you work. Right. You can't travel. You can't get on a plane without it. And so what the next step is going to be is that you won't be able to do these things unless you can show that you've been vaccinated. Oh, I, I, 
and you're going to have you're going to have your you know your phone is going to have your certificate of vaccination on you're going to have to show it everywhere you go now what else sits in your right hand this is the mark in your right hand on your right hand okay it's that simple it doesn't need to be a an implantable microchip they track you with this thing yeah that's right? it so that you, they don't need to even though bill gates has the patent 060606 for fuck's sake can you believe the the audacity i told that's of this guy they, they rub it in your in your face the symbolism like uh I don't know what I was talking about before, but there's just so much like with Tom Hanks and uh, we talked about the thing with Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, that the picture of the pyramid on their yeah. the, the, the hand gesture. So after we hung up on Friday, I tried to hold things up like that. I couldn't do it. My fingers don't, my, my hand does not move like that. My wife tried it. We couldn't get our, to hold the thing like that. It looked like a pyramid. So, uh, you know, even uh, like Chrissy Teigen, you know, she is John Legend's wife, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was saying, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I, she tweeted, I, I'm going to jail over some pizza. You know about pizza and pizza gate and right. You know, pizza and hot dogs and all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, Obama sent an email to Podesta saying, Hey, I need um, six, $65,000 worth of hot dogs for two hours or something. Is that what it was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so the common person. So I, I, I'm that story that you told me was really cool because that's what I was telling you before about demons. And I know, I've had some encounters at night where I cannot move and um, I'm, I'm completely frozen and it used to scare me, but I put it on Twitter one time that I, I said like, does anybody ever have this, you know? So, you know, when it started happening to me more, I'll tell you really quick. Uh, when this whole thing happened with coronavirus and Tom Hanks uh, with, you know, accused of being a pedophile, I never knew this before ever. So I went on his Instagram page and I was like, so, you know, taking the red pill, right? I, I mean, I was already taking the red pill about um, 9-11. So I already knew that. Right. So then I was reading comments. See, that's the thing with social media now and digital soldiers, these people can't get away with anything anymore. So Tom Hanks, I went, have you ever gone on his Instagram page? Yeah, I've seen the, the weird pictures that he posts, you know, a little like they usually have to do with children in some form children. or another. There's a pacifier. There's a little shoe or a little glove or One something. Glove. Right. One sock. So what I think that is, is like, it's a conquest. So there's a girl, Sarah Ashcroft. Did I tell you about her? I, told I don't think so. About her. I don't Sarah Ashcroft is a, is a girl. She's in her thirties now. So she's got like 400,000 followers on Twitter and she swears on it, on everything that when she was 13, her demonic father sold her to Tom Hanks as a sex slave. Right. You did bring her up the other day. That's right. I did look that up. Yeah. 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 And she's completely real. She, I mean, you know, anybody can say anything, but when you spend your whole life, and then do you know who Isaac Cappy is? No. Okay, Isaac Cappy. You, when we get off, you got to look this guy up. He's an actor who died. He was the number one voice. Uh, right now, the number one voice is like Corey Feldman uh, talking about um, Hollywood pedophilia. Mm -hmm. So Isaac Cappy used to have, he had his own YouTube channel, and he used to talk about um, how... Uh, uh, Seth Green, not Seth Green, the redhead. Seth Green, is that his name? I think it is his name. Yeah, little redhead yeah, guy. Yeah. Was a pedophile and Steven Spielberg and he would do songs about it and Oprah and Tom Hanks. And he always said in all of his videos, I would never kill myself. I, I love life. I would never kill myself. He would say that in all of his videos. So uh, when he was 42, 
he was suicided off of a bridge by Route 66, right? It was on his uh, 40, a week before his 42nd birthday. On his 42nd birthday, uh, Tom Hanks posted a picture of uh, uh, Road 66. There's a glove over there. You know how he has the single gloves? It says Roadkill on Roadkill, Route 66. That's where he was thrown off a bridge. And there's a bottle cap. His name was Isaac Cappy. There's a bottle cap with the letter P on it. Cappy. Get it? And so. Wow. Yeah. And so, and then there was another guy. uh, What was the movie? Tom Hanks was filming a movie somewhere. And there was a guy who who suspected Tom Hanks was having sex with a kid. And the guy was uh, jumped off his death off a balcony. A guy that worked on this movie set. See, people don't know this stuff. Wow. And I'll tell you what. uh, I mean, some of this stuff is so horrific. Yeah. That that I think what happens in the human mind is is you people can't they don't want to hear it they can't accept it it's just too awful to accept and so they ignore it and but I think that the voices out there are growing louder and more numerous oh, yes and 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 more uh, more and more uh, publicly recognized people are coming forward with their their stories and with the information that they have regarding this. And I, I hope it just doesn't get lost in the noise of everything else that's going on, because that kind of seems that that that's what's happening is that there's so much going on, whether it's the, the protests in Portland or uh, you know, things with coronavirus or you name it. And, and this is just something that is so, again, so horrific that I don't think it's getting the attention, uh, getting people's attention. Uh, but that, but but that's what I was saying, Nick. Is that the Tom Hanks thing? Up until what? Until uh, whatever. I, when it started March this year, I love Tom Hanks. Forrest right. Gump. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then I, you know, when you go on Twitter, I start reading comments. But, you know, Tom Hanks, that pedophile. I'm like, Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres, that pedophile. Like, yeah, this, this can't be Ellen DeGeneres with spirit cooking. You know, what spirit cooking is right. Yes, yes. And so they all communicate with each other and so i went to tom hanks um instagram page and i'm looking at all the weird stuff and i'm going back to 2016 and you have hundreds and thousands of comments from 2016 not this year calling him a pedophile you're going to die you're going to hell and then and then um i don't know if you know about sharon tate sharon tate obviously you know who she is right with yeah the, did you, you know how she was found hanging or no do you know about the, her death uh, I, I I I do know that that she was killed by Charlie, Charlie Manson's Manson. people, right? Yeah, right. But but it was a satanic ritual. They were so supposedly she was uh, her and uh, Roman Polanski. You know who knows if I'm right, but I, I've done so much research. Her and Roman Polanski were trying to get out of uh, not not Roman Polanski. Uh, he was on. He I, he might have set it up, but he was um, shooting a movie somewhere, and so she wanted to get. She was having a baby. She wanted to get out of the occult. And so when they hung her and they found her hanging, she she was hung by that. The, um, there's a tarot card. It's a person hanging upside down with their knee uh, bent behind their leg. That's how she was she found hanging. Ellen DeGeneres does that same thing in one of her Instagram pages. She does it twice when this whole thing started. Have you seen her freaking out on her Instagram page? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, man, you got to go to her Instagram page. She's And then she's wearing a shirt that says run, Forrest, run, because she thinks Tom Hanks is going to tell on everybody. Well, <laughs> OK, well, here's here's the thing about about Tom Hanks that that I've had trouble 
getting my head around it because he's kind of like he's kind of like Bill Cosby was yes. to America. You know, America's dad. There's no way that this sweet old man could be doing all these awful things to women. And I think people feel the same way about Tom Hanks. He's, he's probably, from the people that I know who have met him and talked with him, he's probably, according to them, one of the nicest people that they've ever met. And so, I mean, for, he played fucking Mr. Rogers for fuck's sake. I mean, yes, another right? like, super nice guy. Yeah. So, I mean... The, the, it just it just drives it in even further the the irony between or the you know the, the the stark difference between who he is in public and who he is in private and if we are now finding out in private that he's engaged in horrific acts with children ah uh, it's going to be not only the end of him but i think a lot of other people are going to start coming forward and or start pointing fingers and and start outing these people because hollywood is rife with this stuff they are I mean, like you said, uh, uh, Corey, Corey, uh, Corey Feldman, Feldman and Hank, both and Hank, you know, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, the tie-ins also between that and uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Uh, Lincoln yeah. Park is apparently named after a facility in Canada where a lot of children were uh, allegedly raped. And uh, it's a government facility, like a military base. And I don't, know, I don't know that, but I know that they say he's related to uh, Podesta. Did you see the pictures of them? Like, yeah. That's yeah, and the the Lincoln Park logo itself is they say a deconstructed version of the the spiral that that the pedophiles right. use. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things that if you if you start to look into this stuff, if you got some time, and I would encourage people who are listening to and watching this podcast to go and do the same. Find out for yourself um, exactly what's going on with this stuff. I, I did research on this subject several years ago. Uh, while writing a, a a novel about a story about a guy who kills child molesters. And part of the story involves him discovering uh, ever, you know, ever darker layers of what is going on out there, up to and including satanic rituals, child sacrifice, um, you know, utilizing the, the fear of, the, you know, making the child very afraid before you kill them. So you get the maximum amount of, of adrenaline. Adrenaline and hence adrenochrome. And the stuff is so awful. It's so dark that I, I, it set me into a depression. Oh, I know that depression. Me with 9 11. I know. And, and so I want to, you know, I, although I encourage people to look into the stuff for yourself, just be prepared and, and, and do so cautiously and not all at once. Uh, Take it a little bit at a time because it is some really dark stuff and um, but it needs to it needs to come out. It needs to be known and you need to educate yourself on this so that we can rid this planet of these evil fucking people. Yeah. I mean, the adrenochrome, who would have thought that that's a real thing? Like the, the, it's going to come out the, the, the you know, people like you said, they're afraid. It really is. Like, I'll take my, my sister-in-law, for example, about 9-11. So I'll, I'll tell her stuff and I'll talk to her. And she's like, oh, you don't think planes at the World Trade Center? And I say, okay, well, what about the Pentagon? What for the plane at the Pentagon? Well, you're right about that. That I can understand. Well, if I'm going to be right about, it's not like half of it was staged and some of it was real. And and then the thing with all the um, Hollywood pedophiles with Tom Hanks and uh, she, like her mom and her aunt, they totally, because they, 
you know, they're conservatives and they, they hate Hollywood. And, you know, I keep telling everybody, why do these people, if Hillary Clinton is the ringleader, you know that, right? She's a witch. I mean, she's a, she's into witchcraft people. Uh, is it a coincidence that all these people that were going to testify or new things on the Clintons, it's like 39 people are all dead. Yeah. Does the Clinton, mean, Clinton body count. The Clinton yeah. body count. But seriously, let's wrap our head around this for a second. Is it a coincidence that all these people are dead? Like, no. Like Hillary Clinton is, she's the ringleader. So when she lost, it was like, it happened to be Donald Trump. But they don't hate him because of the tweets. They hate him because they know he's coming after them. That with Hillary, it would like, did you see ever see the tape of Podesta with that little boy? That there's a tape of Podesta with little boy. Oh, you didn't see that one? Oh, you, gosh, no. It, it's freaky. It's really freaky. So he's at one of those um, parties, uh, the, the spirit cooking. Okay, so like Ellen DeGeneres with the spirit cooking. You know, you want to explain to everybody what spirit cooking is or you want me to do it or? Oh, go for it. Yeah, no, you're on a roll. So, so <laughs> thanks. So spirit cooking is when um, they have these satanic rituals and they'll take, you know how many kids go missing every year in the, in the world? Eight million. Uh, Eight so, million uh, well, right here, right here in the U.S., according to the DOJ, it's a little over 400,000. Okay. Um, that go missing now now a lot of those are found again but i think it's something around uh uh, uh 50,000 52,000 permanently in, go, go missing india, every year in india it's like 1.3 million and the uk's number one it's almost 2 million i mean my wife so my wife is totally freaked out by this now like one of the nurses at her work her co-workers were was you know telling her like what your husband's saying is right like this is true they like they like snag babies from walmart i showed my uh, wife, uh, there was a thread somebody posted yesterday, and it's about 20 minutes long of people. It looked like it was usually like in Asia somewhere of taking kids from their moms and like fighting with the mom to take the kid. Anyway, so they have these satanic cooking rituals. And Ellen DeGeneres, when she was doing all these Instagram posts at her house, you see pictures of spirit cooking in her house. Like, yeah, tell tell us what spirit cooking is. So spirit cooking is when they they'll um, strap a little kid who's scared shitless. On, on a table and they'll have that pentagram over there and see like even me talking about it it sounds crazy but like you've seen it yourself so you know that this stuff is real you yes, saw that yes. kid being possessed so lady gaga has been at these parties jc and beyonce and so what they do is they uh scare the kid so uh in the adrenal glands you get the the best result for blood and like like ellen DeGeneres is 62 she looks like she's fucking 30 because it's this blood that they drink called adrenochrome and yeah, if yeah. You, you can go online, you can actually, you, you can even buy it. There was a shortage of it. And I don't know if the shortage, I guess what, oh, by the way, guess where it's processed? What lab? Wuhan. I, I was just going to say that. Yeah. It's unreal. So Ellen DeGeneres and Madonna and all these celebrities are freaking out because they don't, they think Donald Trump is putting an end to this. And there's, there's a shortage of adrenochrome. So they would do these spirit cooking things. And uh, Abramovich, that's the lady's name that organized it. Um, I, I don't know her first name, but it's Abramovich is the last name. And so they would slit the, the kid's throat and when the kid would get the most excited and drink the blood and they drink. And it's crazy. Like you just said, you just said yourself that a documentary you saw with the serial killer looking into it. What did he do? They drink the kid's blood. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. And so Ellen DeGeneres, like, you know, she's, and they communicate to each other. You know, who freaked out also was David Spade when Dom Hanks got arrested um, there's this lady who just sidebarred uh, uh, David Spade in an eight-minute video, and he's saying these craziest things. And what he's basically telling everyone is, somebody better kill Tom Hanks or we're all going down. 
That's what he would say. The lady, well, like, well. he broke it all down, his hand gestures, like, the finger movements he was making. And, and it's all, you know, I guess you could say it's theory. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. some weird uh, audio off of you. Yeah, it's like you're covering up the mic or something. Is that better? Is yeah, that's better? better. Yeah, okay, okay good. Sorry about that. Sorry. So anyway, so it's just crazy, like... <clears throat> The layman will never understand the stuff that's going on, but but Tom Hanks, you know, did you see the the picture in Greece? He's totally photoshopped. Like I, I have a friend, that's what he does for a living, Photoshop, and he's like, dude, Tom Hanks is not there. Yeah, well, that leads to uh, even more, um, even more uh, some strangeness going on that, that I, I don't know. I don't really buy into it too much, but they're saying that a lot of these people have been disappeared or they've been arrested and they're either in prison or they've been executed and that what we're seeing are are clones of of these people or that i don't uh, understand see that yeah that's a little weird the the one the one person that maybe has a clone is hillary like the fainting and all that stuff like that something is not right there i Mm -hmm. you know my grandparents when i was young before they died i never saw them faint or like with hillary clinton is walking down the stairs once there's a time when the taxi cab pulls up and she's like, and then the, the thing where she's interviewed, I don't know if you saw that one, and somebody asked her a question and she goes, oh, she like has a malfunction. Did you ever see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you should, like the 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 uh, the clone short circuited or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the one where she's next to Bill Clinton and she goes, oh, like it, it's just, so the clone stuff I don't know about. And, you know, the Q movement, which is totally bullshit that they, ban, uh, you know, they banned that from Twitter. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, what, what, what happened to freedom of speech, Nick? There's, there, it, it, if you don't agree. So you said something earlier I want to touch on. You said that you have God in your heart. And yeah. You're not scared. I'm the same way. I had a, a football player call me one time and I was friends with this guy. And uh, his, our kids play in the same little league. He's a big dude. I'm not a small guy, but I. Normally, I would probably have been a little bit afraid. So he called me because he got so mad at um, my post about Colin Kaepernick. And all I was saying was Colin Kaepernick, if, if he was good, he would still be playing. I wasn't, it wasn't about race or, you know, I, I said if Tom Brady raped three girls and he you know, said all Jews should die and he can win the Super Bowl, there'd be 30 teams lined up to sign him. But Colin Kaepernick wasn't that good. And so this guy called me and he starts yelling at me and saying, wait till I see you. I'm going to kick your ass and whatever. And I have such a peaceful feeling. Like now I want to fight the guy if I ever see him. Like, I'm, you know, like at first I was like, kind of like, whoa, you know, maybe I should stop saying all this stuff on Facebook. And, And I show my wife all the time. I have people sending me messages. And when I go out in public, there's a place called Chi Chi's. It's a restaurant in Northridge down the street from where I live. I love it there. And so I'm going to pick up food, and I get a beep, 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 and this guy waves me over. He's like, are you Joey? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, I recognize your beard. And he goes, you don't know me, but I love everything you write on Facebook, and I, you please don't give up, and you got to fight for us, and, and you know stuff like that. Because the thing that bothers me, and I got into a fight with my older brother about it, I have three kids. Uh, my two, one is too young, but my other two kids are, are pretty good in sports. And so, like, you know, what if somebody in high school is a Trump hater? And, you know, disagrees with the stuff you say. And I said, listen, if, if that person's going to affect or be the decision maker of anything for my kids because they don't like Trump and because they disagree with me, fuck them. I don't want my kid to go to that school. Like, you know, if I'm saying racist comments or something you know, like that, I understand. But because I like so that black football player was telling me 
you know, I'm going to kick your ass because you like Trump. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, fuck you. I, I, and then I was like, all right, whenever you want to meet. But because I like Donald Trump and I didn't vote for him, but I do like him now, uh, he wants to fight. That's how the left is. If you don't agree with them, yeah. you're the enemy. That's yeah. it. Enemy. Like, yeah, the, the people are like, look, as someone, as a, a conservatives might not agree with you, but they don't hate you because of what you believe. That's right. Now, liberals, on the other hand, hate you. For what you believe. I, I've had people attack me, attack my character, call me all kinds of names. Call me racist is the big yeah. one. They love yeah. that one. Me too. Uh, because because I, you know, I support Donald Trump. I, I support his policies and the things that he's done for this country. All the good things that he's done that you never hear about on the mainstream media. And I go and I list them down and list how they've um, how they've done all the uh, how he's done all these great things for people of color. Including, you know, 400 million to historically black colleges, oh, to God, the yes. prison reform bill, to the executive order he signed, uh, telling telling government uh, agencies or hiring people who hire people to uh, to consider job experience over education when hiring somebody, which right. which disproportionately affects people of color. And so he's doing all of these things for the black community that that Obama never did, right. And he's called a racist. I just, I don't get it. And, and by proxy, by association now, I'm a racist too because I support Donald Trump. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, what, what about uh, they call him an anti Semite? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, all of his kids married uh, Jewish people. Yeah. His yeah. daughter converted, his daughter, sorry about that, his daughter converted to Judaism, which is like, I don't know if you know about Judaism, but if you, I think she did it the orthodox way. I could be wrong, but in Judaism, and my wife converted as well, she did not do the orthodox way because we didn't have it. So if you do it orthodox, that means you, it's a three-year commitment. You have to observe the Sabbath. You, uh, they consider you more Jewish than somebody who was born Jewish if you do it that way. And I think that's how his daughter did it. So if he hated Jewish people, he would tell your, his daughter... Ivanka, you're out of the will. Fuck that. I, if you can marry a Jew. And then he, and uh, her husband, Jared, he's like, you know, works in the White House. These people are so stupid. In Israel, he's like, he's like a king because he's, you know, he moved the embassy to Jerusalem. How many Democrats went to the ribbon cutting ceremony? Do you remember? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then this is the party of Ilhan Omar and Talib. They hate, you know, I'm Jewish, so I, I, it's not that they hate Israel. It's that they hate Israel because we have the same values as Americans do. And they, they're trying to tear down our country. And how do these people not see it? How can you support? And, and I'll tell you, I have about 10 friends that were liberals and Democrats their whole life. They are voting for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. They're sick of it. No, a they lot of people, a lot of people are. In fact, I mean, I myself for, for many years... Uh, voted Democrat and and uh, identified with liberal ideologies. Um, now, there there are there are some things that I think a lot of people can agree with that uh, you know corporations are out of control and they 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 need to be there needs to be checks and balances. Yes, uh, to say that to say completely free open market, uh, no regulation. Is not good. Self-regulating is what they call it. Is not good because, as you can see, with companies like Google, Amazon, uh, Walmart, that 
they are, are they take full advantage of their power and right. they're they're hurting american people so that's something that i can i can still agree with the left on i you know i can still agree that i like clean air and clean water sure who doesn't who is you know who is who could be against that these are life sustaining elements so but i what I, I the conclusion i reached a long time ago is that aside from that uh, their policies just don't serve the american people what they do is they serve themselves yeah. and they serve their corporate donors and their and the people that contribute to their campaigns and the yeah. lobbyists that also uh, you know that are, that are in their ear and and the same can be said a lot can be said about a lot of republicans as well you know i'm not necessarily a republican just because i'm conservative the reason right. i voted for donald trump is because he said he's he's going to go in there and he's going to clean out this corruption. And that's exactly what he's been doing. And that's exactly why you're seeing pushback from both sides of the aisle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because both he's, ta- he's, he's, yeah, he's cleaning them out. He's taking them to task and he's taking their power away and they don't like it. And I love it. And that's what I love him for. Is I that right it. there? And because, you know, draining the swamp isn't, wasn't going to be easy. You know, no. there's going to be feelings hurt and like it, you know, that's another thing. It's so obvious that they, I, and I'm still, I still can't believe the thing about Flynn before I, I, that the, the Russian DJs, like that. I was always, <laughs> I, I was always wondering why they went after him. And that was, you know, they said, I just, anyways, so I lost my train of thought about uh, draining the swamp. Uh, oh, so that, you know, Obama spying on Trump, you know about that, right? Uh, about who? Sorry. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, so, uh, about- you think CNN is, you know, some, you know, that's another thing. Some stupid idiot woman, I think from the New York Times, won the Pulitzer Prize for her work on Trump colluding with Russia, which never fucking happened. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> she won the Pulitzer Prize for all for a bullshit story. Like, right. And that's like know, Obama getting the uh, the Nobel Peace Prize before uh, before ever doing anything except get elected. What the uh, hell is that? You know, and that's the thing. And I, and I voted for Obama 2008. Sure, that's one of the biggest insults. What's that? Uh, so, so did I. Uh, I, I voted for him. Uh, actually, I went out and raised money for the TNC. I used to, I went door to door to help raise money to get him in office because I hated Bush so much. I hated Bush and Cheney and Rumsfeld. I still don't like those guys. I think they're crooked as hell. And and I think that they they really got us into all these wars just to just to make money, just uh, and, and, yeah. and, and destabilize the Middle East. Uh, anyway, I won't go into all that. No, you're but, right. You're, you're, listen, how many wars has Donald Trump got us into? Zero. Zero. I mean, <laughs> listen, what, what happened to all? They said there would never be peace in the Middle East. There's peace in the Middle East. Nobody's fighting. It's insane. Like, there's no, there, I mean, Iran, you always have to look out for Iran. But there's no, remember, uh, it was the Turks and Syria. They, they, they never had peace. And Trump uh, had, uh, like, some peace treaty. There's been no fighting. There's no fighting in Syria. Uh, there's no fighting Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. He's bringing soldiers home. Mm-hmm. The minute Joe Biden gets elected, if he, he's not going to get elected, it's not even going to be close. Right. But if Joe Biden gets elected, there'll be a war within three months. War is a moneymaker, like 9-11. That's why I said it's such bullshit that they said it was uh, 18 of the 20 terrorists were Saudi Arabians and and to reward Saudi Arabia for terrorizing us, we go to war with Afghanistan and Iraq. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Donald Rumsfeld was probably the most powerful man in Washington in the last 30 years. 
Yeah. That guy was evil. That guy was yeah. mad. Oh, flat out. One of the most evil people right next to the most evil person, in my opinion, is Henry, Henry Kissinger. That guy's the, that guy's the devil incarnate. I mean, literally just yeah. one of the most evil people on earth. Yeah. But um, but Rumsfeld is a dangerous man. And um, and Cheney was basically the one running that White House. That was Bush. Oh, no. Bush was Bush was it was a puppy. He was a front man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and I think I think he's the dumbest president we ever had. He has and to I be. Yeah, no, nice guy. Yeah, nice I, guy. I loved him. I'd have a beer with Bush, but yeah, me too. Uh, as far as his president, nah, uh, awful, just awful. And it's, we've had the dumbest president, Bush, the most corrupt, Obama, and the most successful. I think is Trump. Like it's crazy. Somebody posted on one of my uh, posts the other day all of Trump's accomplishments, and it's like sixty pages long. All the stuff he signed, and all the and the, the wars he ended, and the bills. Like it's it just it's crazy. Yeah, and you'll never hear about that on the mainstream media. You know, all, yeah. you know, all, all people do is just uh, is just bash him. It's you know, it's you, you, and they tell lies, and and you tell those lies long enough, people are gonna people are gonna start believing them. Yeah, I posted that. On Facebook, that was uh, Joseph Goebbels uh, who who said that Hitler's uh, yeah. Minister, what did he say? Minister, he said, "You tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it. Oh yeah, people will people will believe it." That's right. And and so I posted that on Facebook, and Facebook blocked it. They said it doesn't meet with our community standards. Get out of here. Oh yeah, yeah. Are because you- I posted it in response to someone. Um, saying more lies about Trump, that he's homophobic, sexist, racist, blah, 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 blah. And I just said, I, so I put that up there and then they, and Facebook blocked it. And I was just well, like, wow, man. Uh, it's, it's, Facebook, now it's a, now it's a badge of honor. Whenever I get one of those from Facebook, it means that I touched a nerve. I hit the yes, truth yes, and they didn't yes. like it. And for me, one time I got suspended because uh, it was about the face mask and some lady that went to the same synagogue I used to go to because I disagreed about the face mask. And, and and that's the thing about a conservative. We like kind of egg them on a little bit, but we never get to that point. Where we're like, oh, fuck you, bitch. Like, you know, that's how they get. So this yeah. lady tells me, um, I hope you die. I hope your wife gets coronavirus. I hope it gets your kids. And then and then I wrote something like, oh, God, what I put like, oh, come on, toots, lighten up. Or, um, um, you know, you know, you're turned on. Or I forgot what I wrote. And I got suspended for that. What? Like, yeah, I got suspended for that. And then. Here's another one really quick. Uh, one of my longtime childhood friends, a guy by the name of Alex Kimmel, he actually is an author. I, I still love the guy. He hates Donald Trump. You know, he had that resistance, not my president, resist. He lives for hating Donald Trump. So on one of his threads, uh, one, uh, uh, she's a teacher from where he's from, in Rhode, where he lives now in Rhode Island. She's saying Donald Trump is a race, whatever. And so like, I, I give my statement and she says, Oh, fuck you, asshole. You're a misogynistic, racist pig, and you're going to go down for supporting him. And I'm like, and I said, like, oh, come on, babe, lighten up, whatever. And so my friend Alex Kimmel, who I've known since third grade, goes, that's it. I'm unfriending you. How dare you speak to her like that? Yeah. So he unfriended me. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, I can't believe, like, she, she doesn't even stick up for me. He's known me 45 years. And wow. she's calling me all these names and a, and, a, and a racist, whatever. And I call her, like, sweetheart. How dare you talk to her like that? Have some respect. I'm unfriending you. Yeah, it's just funny. It, 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 there's a lot of that going on out there these days. I mean, people are, it's become so extreme. 
It's so, yeah. it, there's no middle ground. That's the problem. No, it's scary. And that's that's one of the things that really concerns me about this this upcoming election and, and the days and, and, and well, now weeks uh, leading up to it is that uh, people are becoming more and more aggressive. They're more, more and more extreme, uh, especially out in the street. And now they're 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 starting this uh, this this young this group of young people has started this hundred day siege outside of politicians' houses all night. They're gonna they're gonna keep them up all night. It's called wide Wait, awake. It's called wide awake. Conservative politicians or all politicians? Conservative politicians. Oh, and yeah. yeah, and because these are these are leftists, you know, their uh, their ideology is is and and this plan is actually based on uh, Marxist Marxist tactics. Is what they're using. Um, so we're, we're, you're going to con- continue to see an, an escalation, and I think at some point it's going to a shot's going to get fired. Someone's going to fire back, uh, and it's going to tip off a civil war. And I'm yeah. concerned about that. Well, I, my prediction for civil war is if listen, the Trump supporters have been quiet. I have some friends that are bikers, and they there's about. 100,000 of them deep, the Trump supporters. And the last thing, they let it go on. They didn't do anything. They did take a bike ride somewhere. I forgot and where Antifa found out they were coming and they left. But they were quiet. So I think if, here's what I, my prediction. Trump is going to win the election. There's going to be some funky business. Because that's why the Democrats keep saying, like, and Chris Wallace is, well, I don't know what's happened to that guy in Fox. If you leave are you going to leave the White House? If you lose, are you going to leave the White House? Now, if, it, if he loses fair and square, of course he's going to leave the White House. But Even so he would, yeah. Yeah, but if it's mail-in voting and now they're saying like some of the envelopes are post-dated for a week after the election. So, you know, even though if he's declared the winner, we'll say on Wednesday and like, oh, we got 4 million votes in, uh, in Wisconsin and, and you lost. Mm-hmm. Of course he's not going to want to leave the White House. Mm-hmm. That's where the Civil War is going to start. If they're going to like... Donald Trump, if he wins fair and square and they try to come and take him and yank him out of the White House and he shouldn't leave if he's up, you know, if we know, I don't even know one person who's, I know probably 10 people that are voting for Joe Biden. Really quick, are you on Twitter, Nick? Yeah. So I don't know if you see on, on Twitter, somebody will do a, a poll, a Democrat, uh, somebody who's a Democrat and somebody who's a Republican, just the average person. Who are you voting for, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? It'll always be 38,000 for Trump. 4,000 for Biden. Every single one I see. So how is how is Biden? I haven't seen a Biden poster on a lawn in my life. I saw four Trump ones yesterday. Yeah. How's he going to win? He ain't. He's not going to. And no and that, But the thing that, that the left wants you to believe is, is that he will because they're the loudest voice. 90% of all media is owned by people who More vote, than that. vote Democrat. Right. So we're not talking about just news. You're talking about all the entertainment the, the television shows, the movies, the um, the fake news shows like The Daily Show and and uh, all these this last week tonight with John Oliver, all of these things. Yes, I hate are, that guy. Are all yeah, it's difficult to watch. And so all of these guys, uh, they they have the loudest voices, and they want the world to believe that uh, Joe Biden's going to win. The simple fact is he's not. And it's not even going to be close. It's not yeah. even going to be close. And, and and here's the thing. The thing that actually concerns me that, that they might pull is they might decide to say that he won, even if he didn't. Oh, that's – yeah, I, of course. 
I wouldn't put it past them. With all the news coming out saying, yeah, Biden won, Biden won, Biden won. Yeah, and know, Trump, Trump needs to leave office now. And then, and then they encourage and incite violence uh, against the president. And here we go. And we're off to the race. Are you telling Are you telling me that if CNN and MSN, uh, CNN and MSNBC don't say, you know, on their graphic, Biden, ninety seven million votes, Trump, sixty two million votes, and they're going to believe it? They're going to believe it. That, you mm-hmm. know, that that's they believe everything. They believe one hundred fifty five thousand Americans woke up one day, uh, had a bad cough, and died from coronavirus. These people are ridiculous. You know. Yeah. 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 Just fear mongering. As one of our, as one of our viewers just mentioned, uh, absolutely. Well, we're coming up on uh, uh, ninety minutes here. Uh, do you want to keep going, or, or do you have, yeah, yeah, uh, I got, I got a few minutes left. I get, then I got to pick up the kids. But yeah, I love it. It's time is flying by. You're, you're good at this, bud. <laughs> well, thanks. Well, you're a great guest, man. You, Thank you make you. it easy. Thank you. Um, you know, you know what else I think is going to happen is before Hillary is uh, scheduled to testify in in early September, we're going to see a major oh. false flag attack or something. There's going to be something, someone posing as as conservatives attacking uh, maybe BLM leaders or 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 shooting up a BLM rally, and the news will off the bat say it was a white supremacist or something, but then later we'll find out that it, it was actually right it was actually a a someone who was from the left um but the damage will be done and uh you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube and hillary will just kind of skate under the news and no one will hear about her test of her testimony about her emails you know so i, so I that's, what, that's one prediction i've made well i i, I agree i think it's going to even come sooner than that because wasn't she supposed to um testify july 9th or something she, well she, she well she she it wasn't july it was um it was right before uh um, maybe it was june 9th or, or it was yeah, it, 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 george floyd yeah that whole, that whole thing happened just before she was scheduled to testify so i, I believe this is my theory that they rolled that out as a, yes. as a way to divert from yes. and then further destabilize everything going on in the country and further drive a wedge between people and create incite racial violence and racial hatred among people um, as just a, a way to further destabilize the country. This is what it is. These are, these are the, this is the way that Marxism or Marxist work. Um, and, this, yep. and this is laid out by a, a former KGB uh, agent, uh, which, is, which is uh, initially you want to um, uh, like infiltrate especially at the ed- at the at the education at the education system and you want to uh demoralize that was so it was demoralize destabilize uh which is what we're going through right now we're going through yep. destabilization yep and then ultimately it's going to result in a civil war of some sort and then then comes normalization and what normalization is and what it will be in this case is when the united nations or china or some other powerful entity in the globe will come in with the tanks and everything and lock down the United States and normalize things. People, you think normalization, like, oh, great, things are back to normal. No, 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 no. That's not what it means. It'll be the new normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Like this, like this is the new normal. I hate that that phrase. But you're right. Like these, what these leftists and liberals don't understand, like like, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Elon Omar, do you really think they want what's best for the United States? Like, it's so obvious. Like what, 
you know, I didn't have a problem with, I, I wasn't a big Bill Clinton fan, but I long for the days of those Democrats or even the old Joe Biden. But like right now, it's just, it, it's the minute that extreme takes over. So again, Joe Biden's not going to win, but if they cheat and he wins and Donald Trump peacefully walks out of the White House, whoever his black female vice president is going to be, is going to be the one who gets all the pomp and circumstance at the inauguration. She'll be the president already. I, I, you know, and by the way, I've heard from a few sources, and I don't know if you saw the video Friday, that something happened over the last four or five days where Joe Biden has fallen completely off the cliff. I mean, he is... His mental see, faculties? Oh, my God. Did you see the girl walking him out of the bookstore, whatever he was at? Yeah. He looked like he was blind almost. Like he, Yeah. He, you know, it's just like 330 million Americans, and that's the best you can come up with <laughs> to, to beat Donald Trump. Like the guy, he's the, he's, he's the placeholder. He's the puppet. He's the you but, know the. Have a better puppet. Have like uh, anybody. I mean, you're, yeah. Even Adam Schiff. Like that's the guy that it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Like, how did he win the primaries? I I, I have no idea. I really don't. Uh, and I think a lot of people are wondering that, even on the left, and. and this is probably why we're not going to see any debates between him and Trump because oh, no. he could. He, he, it, and I think that's the first time in history, in the history of this country, that there hasn't been a presidential debate. There will not be a debate. I've said it for a long time. And, and you know, that's the other reason why they keep spreading this fear is, you know, people don't understand, like, how powerful the, the, the media is. And the media is run by the Democrat Party other than Fox. Um, the, every, whatever the media, you know, did you ever see when you watch, uh, it's the same talking points all the time. They have the same phrase, phrases, the same uh, verbiage that they use, and they use it for three, four days in a row. Like, what is it? Like, um, nobody's above the law. Nobody's above the law. And we have to show this president that nobody's above the law. They'll, it, they'll say the same things over and over again. So it's called they, the Mockingbird they, Media. Yeah. Yeah, Mockingbird. Exactly. So they control everything. They're just so powerful. And I, I, I just... With Joe Biden, it's so sad. Like, where's his wife in all this? Like, she, I mean, she has to be, be on the take, too. Like, how, how can they parade him out there? Yes, he was at a place uh, in Delaware on Wednesday, and he's like, oh, uh, welcome to the something uh, youth center. He goes, wait, no, this is not the youth center. He goes, I yeah. used to work there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, nice recovery, Joe, but, yeah, he flubbed it for sure. Yeah, and, and the energy, there's just no energy, like, that's what, so that's what I was saying before is the reason why they're spreading this fear is because they do not Joe they what's going to happen if Joe Biden does an appearance at the Staples Center what 35 people are going to show up <laughs> it, yeah it's crazy who wants to see him speak it, it's just it, it it's sad I don't know this uh, the world like you said everything's upside down the cops are the bad guys the robbers are the good guys and then in Joe Biden's you know um, economic manifesto that he wrote no more bail. So these guys, it's an invitation for all these people to commit crimes. Uh, you don't have to, they don't, you know, they don't have to worry about somebody paying their bail. It's crazy what has gone, happened to this world. But, uh, you know, the good people, we're going to fight and we're going to make sure that th those people stay out of office. Damn right. Damn yeah. right. We've got to keep up the fight and spread the yeah, word. We do. We don't do. back I'm, down, I'm, man. I'm still impressed by your demon story. And I'm shocked you didn't hear the, the uh, hello, Representative Schiff, we have pictures of, Donald Trump with prostitute pissing. That's that's awesome. I, I that's that's great I cut it stuff. Off. I cut it off at the end. You got to hear how excited his Adam Schiff's voice is. Well, all right. Well, we're we're you know we're gonna have somebody from our office call you, and it, you know we're gonna stay in touch.
And so when Adam Schiff got off the phone, you can imagine how big his boner was when he's like, oh, my God, I got this guy. Finally, he went over to Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and they sat around the table and they heard the tape and like, yes, we got him. We're going to pizza's ass. And then it was all bullshit. Yeah, call in the hot dogs and pizza. Let's have a party. Oh, let's celebrate. Oh, my God, that's funny. Oh, well, good stuff, man. Nick, well, thanks, dude. This is, this is great. Hey, thank you, really. And uh, please come back again sometime. I will. And, and love to have you back on the show. And, dude, thanks so much for making it interesting and informative and uh, and really letting people know what's going on out there. So keep up the good work, especially on Facebook, man. Fight the good fight. And thanks, we'll, buddy. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Anytime you want me. Anytime you want me, I'm on. And then and, and you're doing a great job. And you, you got to sell. You got to market these tapes, man. You got to, like, the Fox News or something. They'll hire you in a second. I really, I, I mean it. You, really? You, you really you should do it cool i i'm got i'm getting some good practice here so who knows maybe that will be a reality someday soon all right i'll be your biggest fan buddy thanks for everything Nick. <laughs> thanks joey all right take, take care, care bud bye see ya all right wow that was some uh very interesting conversation there uh we got onto some tubs, uh, onto some subjects that I wasn't quite expecting, but hey, that's what's great about free America. Uh, that that guests can come on, they can talk about pretty much anything they want to talk about, and and not be judged because of it. And that's the great thing about this podcast, and the great thing about this country. Um. So, that being said. Uh, this brings us to the end of our show. Again, I'd like to thank our guest, Joey Haim, for bringing some unique insights into the various issues that we're facing during these trying times. And I'd also like to thank you for tuning into the show. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Facebook. There's our addresses. On Instagram and Twitter, we are at Free America Podcast. And on Twitter, it's just Free America. So look for us there. Um, and so for now and the foreseeable future, I'm Nick Yaya. And just remember, you don't have to tune out the news completely. But for the love of God, turn off CNN. Good night, everybody.